0: What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you, listener, for tuning back in once again. And if this is the first time you're tuning in, boy, have we got a show for you. This podcast is all about having a good conversation with a good old friend, maybe someone you don't know that well, maybe someone that disagrees with you and maintaining your composure while someone maybe disagrees with you is very important so sometimes those conversations are what really strengthen us personally and and socially it's really easy to have a conversation where everyone always agrees and just goes yeah yeah i agree but it's very tough to get into the nitty-gritty and not see things a little differently So, to actually discuss issues and things that are really happening to most of us in our daily lives is really important and critical to our growth and our well being. So, this podcast is about having any of those conversations. But luckily, today we have Javi Herrera joining us. He's a good old friend of mine. He's a drone motherfucking badass. He drives drones around and, like, you know, takes cool ass video shots and does releases of insects and yada yada. Me, me and Javi worked together back in the day in research, and now he's living in Arizona doing big things. I'm really glad that he's able to make it out. He went from Arizona all the way to Utah, all the way back down to the Central Valley of California just to join the show today with us. No, I'm just kidding. He definitely came for other reasons, but that's one of these really cool things. We get to have a great conversation together, and I'm hoping we're going to tell some wild stories. Hold on to your hats, folks, because we're rolling in to Symbiosis Town on the Now Train with Javi Herrera on the Symbiosis Now podcast. So what's going on in the neck of Javi land, Brody? Where you been? You've been traveling,
1: bro. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona and Utah. That's... Visited Utah for a, a conference.
0: When you're there, have you seen a lot of cool shit too, like on, besides conference and work and shit?
1: Um, yeah. Well, Utah was just for the conference, but I had some free time to check out like Salt Lake, which was real nice. Yeah? Yeah. That's lit, bro. Definitely. Yeah. Let's. Well, um, but that one, it was like for a tri-society. So Soil Agronomy and Crop Science Society of Americas. Right. And it was just like a scholarship thing where they basically funded my trip to go and I just attend like lectures and just meet people from across the nation. Like there was a bunch of other schools. Like surprisingly, I was actually talking to Abraham about this uh, a couple days ago was it, there's a low, like I feel representation from California. Like there was maybe eight people, nine people from Fresno, which was a decent crowd. Um, or like a group to go from Fresno. And then there was maybe six to eight people from Chico State, a couple from Davis. Um, I think maybe one from Cal Poly. I don't maybe not not even anyone from Cal Poly or Berkeley. And then you the other states like on the west coast were like Oregon State a few people and Washington State were a few people. But there were a ton of people from like Purdue, Kansas State, Iowa State, yeah. like Auburn. Middle of the like country. Midwest, East yeah. Coast schools. Yeah, And I don't know, it was just interesting because um, being from California, you know, it's like we think all the agriculture is here. And it is. There's a large, large portion because you can a,
0: grow anything here, bro. Right. And you can grow it at a mass scale on the farmland that's still reserved for
1: farmland. Yeah. Like, and you, know. you have the big diversity of what you could grow. Like you know, right. in the Midwest and the East Coast, like it's just stuck with like, you know, corn, sorghum, or cotton, Rains, basically. Yeah. yeah. Row cro- Most row crops, in a way. Yeah. Um, Soybeans, peanuts. So, definitely, like a lot of stuff was focused towards those which was to me, it was a little unfortunate because like being from California and uh, you know, I'm used to diversity, like where where was the research on like, you know, uh, strawberries and almonds or whatever, like that, I don't think I remember seeing a, a presentation on like almonds really. Well, not that I really like am focused on those, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying in like.
0: Well in classes yeah. you have like it's a good reference crop yeah because it's it's directly around us yeah a lot of people do have like around here doctors and shit they do study almond though right because they're in this area yeah right
1: right and it's not (laughs) well i'm just saying in like um i guess like diversity of what they're presenting about yeah but there's some really good talks about like a bunch of different stuff a lot of things were like really narrow like the uptake of, you know, nitrogen within cotton at this specific point of time and, like, just a very focused, you know, like, project. And others were just, like... There was one interesting one. It was, like, a project in Alaska where this lady basically, like, was rebuilding or, like, what would it be? Like, restoration kind of effort. So she built on the hillside... Basically, a garden and grew what would naturally grow there. So, there was a bunch of native plants, but she also turned the garden into a, like an herbal medicine uh, garden.
0: Right. So, there was a lot of that's tight.
1: Yeah. So, there was a lot of like native plants that had a medicinal value that people, it was, it was next to like a community home. So, uh, you know, a lot of people like have just different ailments or, you know, things go uh, wrong and. I mean, in Alaska, just it's a different environment, so I'm sure a colder environment people yeah. get sick a little more oh after. for sure, I'm sure yeah, so it was cool like that was the project. it was just like restoration and how the process was and how how it's going,
0: yeah, and for the most part,
1: it's going pretty good, you know they talk about the their issues, you know, like they had to transport like soil from where they wanted to replicate, like they wanted to replicate this uh, this hillside, but where they were replicating that, there's been construction, so the soil's been disturbed, and there's all these other... Impurities, um, whatever you want to call it. Right, exactly, yeah. left over. So they can't really just try and recreate it and expect it to thrive, like as if it was on native soil, so they transported some soil to try and help the microbiology get going basically right without saying it maybe
0: that way on their end but
1: yeah the restoration factor so that's that was like one of their big issues because i guess like something about the soil it was just those native plants that's what they're really adapted to that was like that that factor that changed things yeah it was interesting
0: that is interesting bro it's crazy to think about it from another perspective like that i like that you get to go see some of that shit or hear about it too like you know it's always good to listen to other people's perspective on how they have to get down. Like, I know this guy, he grows cannabis and shit, but in Indiana,
1: oh, right?
0: Okay. And, like, it, it's pretty wild because, like, most of what they grow, I feel like, is indoor. But they have hemp that they grow outdoor and stuff, but, like, a lot of indoor tent growing. You yeah. know what I mean? so
1: psychoactive. What do you mean? Like a... Uh,
0: Production for tea? yeah. Yeah, for THC, yeah, yeah exactly. CBD yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're on a progressive movement out there in Indiana, yeah. bro, from my understanding. Hell yeah. Yeah, and in Illinois. Maybe I'm wrong forgive me if, I, if it's
1: illinois but it's know, one of the other bro they're My like bad. right next to each other right appreciate somewhere. you bro right. yeah they're right there in that area
0: though yeah and, and and just because i'm an ignorant cali fucker you know what i mean like that's why i'm just like yeah it's somewhere over there you yeah know what it's mean? over there but i'm just an ignorant asshole but i want to have him on the podcast i want to get his perspective more so then i will know you know what i mean more about yeah. how it goes down but just by outside looking in on instagram alone like you know you see how it's different? It's different out there. Like, I mean, not to say it's different, but what I mostly know is outdoor sun-grown, big fucking plants that are like 12 feet tall. That's what I'm used to seeing if I were on a farm or around them. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Most people I've been around don't grow indoor. You know, lately I've started adopting some friends like like fucking Tiger's Milk, bro, and shit lately. Like, they, they'd like grow indoor and stuff, and they like understand more about that world. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. No, it's... Yeah, definitely in like, you know, two different realms of outdoor and indoor. Yeah. So, I mean, from I've had both experiences, and actually, like over in Arizona, we have a little just a little thing just to for yourself grow. It's a little one light, a thousand watt setup, and it has three plants. But in Arizona, you could have up to six for That's one person. Yeah, so, entire. like, if well, in one household, six plants, or if you have two adults, um, like, you know, say yourself and your girl here, you can have up mm-hmm. to 12 yeah because you're both of age so it's a yeah. like pretty cool little setup that um just for self grow. yeah but because i forget what is california's so i think it's like six plants same i don't know i don't know or the exact specification
0: i know that no matter what i've ever been under it for sure if i were growing a cannabis plant if i if i were ever at any point in time but uh, I have a lot of houseplants though, like, you know, indoor houseplants, right? Like Allison even, she has a lot that basically she just takes care of. Then we got to transplant one of these after this podcast where you got to help us with the fiddle leaf fig, you know. Fiddle leaf fig, yeah. okay. It's, uh, I think it's a uh, lirata, ficus lirata, I think, lirata.
1: My sister's gotten a ton of houseplants. And yeah. Yeah, they're, they're interesting. I like them. For aesthetics, yeah. but yes. it's like they seem real finicky. They
0: can be though, yeah. They can be like one of uh one of our dear beloved carnivorous plants. The Venus flytrap died because we forgot to water it for like a day or something. And put it in a different location because yeah. there was more flies in that location by the window. More right, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was thriving, and then. We, we forgot we forgot about it and that's the thing right like you know plants are a lot like sometimes yeah. and that's with like especially with agriculture like that's why there's a watering schedule like before you even plant basically like there's like a, how we can irrigate this shit you have to know immediately you know yeah and like so same thing well, with like house plants on a small yeah. scale you have to know like okay I'm gonna water some of these every week and some of these Not very often, like cactus and shit, like I'm not going to water those very often at all, you know? Yeah. Unless you're trying to get them bigger and it's the right season. Like I have a lot outside that like I know the right time to give them hella water because they'll go through growth spurts, you know, low key. Like they'll actually photosynthesize at night quicker and shit. And then there's parts of the season like right now when it's getting really cold, like where it's much less, like you don't really need to water them much, you know? In fact, they might get colder and freeze or something in the soil, like, you know, because they're potted, they're above ground and it's getting cold pretty soon here. You know? Yeah. But, but, you know, you just play it by your conditions, your climatic conditions, and these other places, too. It's not to say that it's, like, so looked down on or illegal, maybe in another state, to grow cannabis. It's just that it, like, maybe you can't really grow it outdoor because there's a lot of rain or snow, like, before the season can end, you know? What yeah. I mean? Who knows, right? Like, there's a lot of factors, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. It'd, it'd be interesting to see how they do their indoor setup over there in Indiana. Because from. The way I was taught, it has like a, I want to say like they developed it over in Oregon. So it has like Oregon roots, like a Sea of Green kind of thing. That's my understanding. Maybe Sea of Green developed from the Emerald Triangle. I'm not sure. But it's more northern from like down here, you know. But it's, yeah, it's interesting to see different grow pattern or like how people set up their stuff. Right. everything irrigation everything yeah Yeah. that's what's cool about cannabis you could grow it so many different ways and it's like oh yeah i hand water mine right or someone else could hook up a little just a little motor you know just a few uh if they wanted to put what are they like drip emitters no Uh um they could do that setup or however they want like i've seen some some setups where they're meant for it's for like a hydroponic setup right uh, you could do
0: aquaponics you could do a lot of yeah. different things you could do like PVC layers You could do vertical farming like in an indoor space with the LED light setups and shit Like yeah. I do microgreens like that sometimes but I don't really ha- I don't have anyone that I don't want to just sell them I want to be able to provide them for people if they need them But also some people they buy them at the store for a lot of money So it's also good like if I knew someone that wants them so hit me up out there if you need some because like I could grow them It's it's fun it's something I get into. I just – I'd have to have someone that actually wants them because I can't eat them all, all the time. Yeah. You know? But it's – that's something fun to do. But that's small scale just for fun. Shits and giggles for the right. most part, you know? But when you're taking it to another level where you're trying to produce some kind of crop too or something, you know? I think greenhouse with light deprivation is a good example for like cannabis. But like like you were saying, differences. Like when I go to fucking – when I went to New Mexico – they have pecans and shit out there and mostly it's flood irrigation. You know, it's pretty wild. Like you wouldn't think that, but it's like they're just now coming around to drip and shit, like, you know, or sprinklers. Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. Seeing Arizona, like there's a lot of the flood irrigation. um, There's really not too much like of a drip just because of what they grow like cotton, you're not gonna put drip on cotton really. But uh, like pecans, I think, the few pecans they've seen that's uh flood but maybe it's just because i haven't like is that one orchard or
0: member like we go to the walnut orchards they'd flood it's a motherfucker yeah. Are they still do in the area some of those yeah for sure definitely but i mean like everything seems to be going that way you know sprinkler irrigation um or drip irrigation yeah you know for for nut trees and shit like that which it, I think it's cool because it does conserve water, it gets water into the root zone, right? But it doesn't replenish the groundwater ever. At least flood irrigation theoretically still does recharge over time. Yeah, Like it makes its way back down, whatever, it doesn't get used by the, by the trees, you right. know? Which is a lot of it too, you know? Yeah. And when then, you're only hitting the root zone, all the water that you're putting on is being, theoretically, it's being utilized and, right. and removed from the soil,
1: Right. like, you know? And there's no moisture for the microbial activity to that extent. Or very low moisture. Or in
0: between trees maybe you could even suggest that maybe like they're not actually as connected because the roots don't go out as far. Right. So they don't actually like bond together almost low key like with the mycelium maybe it's too far to get away or often they spray a lot of herbicides in the middle that probably disrupt um, the growth of a lot of bacterial and fungal things. It could be benefiting and connecting trees and like helping a lot more like nutrient uptake and shit like that, you know. And, like, I don't know. This is like theoretical. A lot of what I talk about. You know, like, I like to think about it, right? I like to, like, think about what would improve, therefore, that area. But at the same time, when you're growing on a massive scale and you're trying to produce food in whatever capacity for the world to eat, like, this is how we still do it, you know? I accept that, you know? But I also think that we could change a lot of things. And if we were real serious about worrying about things and making water a little more important, too, we could also increase biomass, which also also increases more water retention, meaning, like, you have to have more soil organisms and shit present. Mm-hmm. You know, like more organic matter, whatever you want to call it, added. Um, it's expensive, though, to truck fucking earthworm casings or manure, right. you know, which are like ar- organic alternatives. But it's very expensive to truck that. You know, and a lot of people would disagree on the climatic reason, too, right, with climate change and the carbon emissions from driving all these trucks back and forth, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about efficient, is it? Not really. You know, you'd have to do everything on site. Right. But that means everything would be much smaller. Everything would be a homestead. And we've come a long way away from homesteading.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of people are like hipster and they get into it. And I think that's awesome. And that's a great way to live still, I think. But it's interesting because the the mass population of the world generally relies on these systematic ways to produce our food now.
1: You know? Right.
0: Like if all of a sudden everyone was expected to have their own homestead tomorrow – be a lot of people
1: struggling bro oh yeah you know There'll be a lot of people yeah, yeah freaking out so back
0: then when the homestead act was a thing it's like it's wild that people were like i'll take that that's a beautiful opportunity you know what i mean and it was hard then too imagine yeah. like that one we went to bro out there in
1: uh in, oh up north
0: yeah and fucking Brandscombe.
1: brandscomb fuck yeah it's out
0: there it's out there bro and it was crazy because it was out there like you know
1: yeah if you gotta stock up if you don't Prepare correctly and it's snow. you know, you get snowed in like you're gonna starve
0: Imagine if we went down the cellar, we found some wine I bet you we would have found some wine or some shit in there, bro.
1: We would have found something something <laughs> dead body I don't fucking know bro
0: it was sketchy I felt like someone was watching us through the windows from this old it was called the White House The White House. It was sketch, but it was awesome, dude. They With had the little meadow, trees
1: around it, you know It opened to a meadow. It looked like the house from yeah. uh, Texas Chainsaw Master. It did and it's almost like did they did they farm that meadow like well, you think had, like with what, grains apples, or something? They had trees apples, and shit. They yeah. had a
0: pecan tree. I wish I would have taken cuttings, bro, and grafted them on certain trees that I have, like maybe. Or just taken a cutting and tried to propagate and say, fuck it, and just see if it'll grow. Yeah. Take care of it like in a healthy soil so it doesn't have to maybe come come diseased or something with some root like root problem or something, you know? Well,
1: I want to say, if I remember correctly, like they were like early apple trees that like they weren't like the best varieties that we have now oh right like, they wouldn't as, last long if you took them off the tree or something right like uh i can't remember what the flaw is. maybe they were small taste. though too those yeah, ones. They were, but it was they were old. small maybe it was taste or um like you're saying like they didn't last long
0: i don't know though i picked yeah. some off that fully grown old 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 ash tree at that same place though in front of the cabin yeah in front of the yeah. cabin and those those lasted a while bro and they were very good so it was pretty wild because there wasn't oh, okay. even that much leaf on so that, those trees. Was
1: yeah, it was really delicious. Okay. Maybe yeah. it was size or something else with it had to do with but it. But it's
0: wild, man. Me and you, we were, way, we were way back there, like, you know, in perspective, like, of, like, how someone would travel 100 years ago back in there. Like, you know, and then, like, the, the fence all around it, like, you know, that's old as fuck barbed wire, like, like, weave together pieces of wood stuck into the ground yeah. with wire. I to take out
1: you know your weekend or whatever to go do that like, all day
0: yeah yeah and then there's like a big ass river nearby the eel river you can hear it like oh, they probably yeah. were mining for gold and shit i bet you oh yeah they probably you know, mined
1: for something up there
0: panning and shit or whatever they'd be doing yeah and probably selling certain logs and shit maybe for wood to the people way down the fucking road wherever that's at
1: yeah because i want to say wasn't it the Brandscombe where that area leading up to it was like a old wind uh or not a windmill um a sawmill i think sound.
0: so but dude i'll tell you what too what's crazy about Brandscombe is it was in that that documentary about sasquatch but it was really about like the pot growers and shit yeah and how
1: they like uh people go missing yeah and, stuff. and they blame yeah. it on sasquatch
0: because <laughs> they just go missing out there because they fucked with the wrong shit or something happened dude like you know
1: it it matches with the vibe we got like yeah, it was weird there. out there.
0: You could smell it in the air, too, the, the, the weed in the air, like, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And people would have, like, big old fences and shit, like, you know?
1: Yep, just mind your business kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, properties. I imagine
0: way off the beaten road there, too, there's probably some huge-ass groves out there that, like, are not visible from someone driving by. Right. You know what I mean? You
1: have to go deeper than how far we drove. Right.
0: Like. And there's probably bodies everywhere in between, bro. It's fucking ra- gnarly to think about.
1: Because ima- remember, there was some areas that said private property and they they were on the other side of cause we were on the I forgot what direction the south side shit bro yeah when we were by the
0: white house there was like private property and we hopped the fence cause we knew the road took us right back to where we had left from yeah but we had to technically walk on private property on the road yeah for like five
1: minutes and then jog over we should've just went back up we should have, but we, remember we were
0: all tired, bro, and shit. We almost fell off the side of the cliff at some point. Remember, like, we were trying to go where I guess oh, no man tree. can go. Yeah. yeah,
1: That was crazy.
0: That was fucking fun. though. Hiking is dope, <laughs> bro. Fun. Hell yeah. Especially in new places like that. That shit was cool. Yeah.
1: And just, like, going to, like, a meadow area where it was open. Very interesting. But to
0: think about, like, when we were hiking, like, what if there was, like, a dead body somewhere, like, buried? We'd never know. Like, if someone, someone's gravesite basically could have been around there. Because yeah. someone just knows how to you know go the right ways and they go off a certain trail
1: and then unless you're looking for it because it's like none yeah. of us were looking for no it. there's so much debris that
0: falls from those trees and it's so dense bro it's yeah. crazy dense that's why they think sasquatch literally like bigfoot like would live in the pacific northwest because it's so dense like you, it's like it's not like the congo but it's like pretty near because you can't see the ground a lot of places if you're flying over or whatever you know you have to have a drone and you have to go really slow over a, like small areas over and over and over to really like get a glimpse even you have to zoom in on everything you
1: know yeah and even then you're still going to have like very poor
0: and you could look you know dog searches like that's why they had them in the first place because like for some reason this hound dog will sniff out this person's clothing and they'll sniff it out (laughs) and they'll find it way deep in the dense forest and then we'll tell them hey take us home and it'll take us home you know basically because you just end up lost looking for someone in the forest right if you use the dog but the problem is is like if this is some random person that we don't even know who we're looking for like right if they go missing on a pot farm would, no one knows who that person even is who they're looking for you know then there's no dog to trace any smell of any no one knows what even happened Yeah, you know it's pretty crazy it's crazier though too that like death is pretty crazy like my cat died on Monday like our cat that we were watching my, my in-laws they they had to move so they were like hey watch this cat for us and his name was Lila and my dog's name is Lila who's on the floor right here snoring. And it's funny because they had the same name but we didn't give the cat the name, they did. And uh, we were watching her and because they, they were gonna move to a new place and the place they were moving was kind of sketch. There's a lot of construction going on. There still is. So they had us watch the cat for a long time and then we kind of were like, fuck it dude, we like this cat, we just wanna keep taking care of it. We'd have it in the garage all the time. You know, we'd feed it. I, I didn't really like cats, I feel like I'm kind of allergic I think. But I really felt I grow I grew very fond of this cat. And she was pretty healthy. She wasn't very old. She was only a couple years old, I feel like, maybe three or four. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And she was getting around, dude. She'd hop up on shit. She'll like, you know, climb poles and chase off the stray cats and, you know, bury her poops somewhere. I would never really find her poops because she would bury them real clean. I'd watch her sometimes, even though that's weird, but like I'd be like, dang, how's she do it? And she'd like dig a little hole. And then turn around the hole fucking drop and then kind of cover it up with her paw dude and like pat it down yeah. like like she's like i'm gonna feed the worms like you yeah. know it's wild she's hippie like me i was like i love you you know and and the feline species a very beautiful species man i grew fond of her and, like, but I didn't want her in the house because I knew when I get around her and her fur gets on me, I start sneezing and shit. It's a fact. Like, oh. I'm a little allergic to cats. Gotcha. So I'd let her sleep in the garage, though. And she had a little bed, right? She'd get all furry, whatever. Sometimes I'd let her rub on me. She'd get in the house because she would, knew that if she went in the kitchen, I'd have to pick her up and take her outside. So she, like, trick me into having to pick her up, mm-hmm. you know, and rub on. And then I'd rub all over because it's like I'm already touching you now, so I'll give you some love. Like, yeah. she'd win. And then... I don't know, man. The other night, dude, we were up till like midnight and I had to get up at like four or five and uh, I got up at five and as soon as I got up, I went to like brush my teeth. But before I got the toothpaste, I heard like in the garage and I'm like, what the fuck? Like it kind of sounded like that sound, like when a cat gets like fucked or something like, you know, straight cats when they, they're in heat and shit and they make that noise. Like they're oh. like getting uh-huh. sadly like, you know, and I, it kind of sounded like that, but not the same. It was like more distressed and short, you know? So I was like, what the fuck is that? And I ran in the garage and the cat's like walking around like she's drunk looking kind of waddling and going, Aah! and like uh, her tongue's kind of like falling out of her mouth a little bit. She's like swinging it around and then she, her paw's like hitting her in the face, like like I'm hitting my chin, like kind of with her paw and going, Aah! like, you know, what
1: the
0: fuck? yeah. And like, I'm like, what's wrong, baby? And like, we're like, I go, ow, like I went and got Allison up, you know, and Lila was still asleep in the bed and Allison came out and we're like panicking we don't know what to do we both know technically we know CPR we've been lifeguards and shit we know CPR and stuff but it's a cat you know and I don't know if she's choking I don't know what's wrong with her yeah. you know she's acting weird and um, she like she like laid down and then Allison like went and grabbed her phone because she was trying to call her mom because it's technically their cat and we're like what do we do like do you know somewhere we could take her because something's wrong with her right now yeah. you know And then, uh, before they answered the phone or anything, like, she, like, laid down and looked at us and looked at me, and, like, her eyes just, you know, gave me that look kind of, and she, like, like, and she kind of laid down, and then her eyes went out, bro. She just stopped breathing, and, like, some orange, like, blood-like type shit looked like it was oozing out of her mouth, like, in a movie, bro, when someone, like, overdoses and fucking falls on the ground, like, bleeds out their mouth, You think she,
1: like, licked something that... Maybe, or she
0: got poisoned. I think, like, maybe on accident. Like, maybe she fucking got a mouse that one of my neighbors might put out poison. Like, I don't put out rat poison because I don't need to. Like, right. you know, they handle it. Like, the cats, I felt like, handle it. So now this makes me nervous. Probably one of my neighbors put out rat poison maybe because they have a mouse problem. And maybe that rat wandered. Because it takes a while for it to die. Like, You right. know, not a very long time for a rat, a mouse, because they're very small. They could die kind of quick, like, within 12, 24 hours. But apparently like if a larger animal eats it, it could be like 24 hours later. I don't know what it was, but the way she act and the way that I've just, dis- I've expressed how that story to a few other people that kind of know and have seen cats go or like seen things like that, maybe like they said that is probably poison, you know, talk yeah. to someone that works in a vet's office, not that, not our actual vet, but, and
1: yeah, they said it that like, yeah, seems like
0: it's some kind of poison or something, you know?
1: but she doesn't get out
0: she goes out like she goes outside like you know she didn't live in the garage like she would go out we just like let her sleep in there at night because it was getting cold she'd have a little blanket right and i'd wrap her up she was super cute bro she could have
1: easily got into something somewhere else
0: yeah she could have because she doesn't leave the property a lot she's local she stays local she would but sometimes we'd be calling her and we're like where the fuck is she she's somewhere else like she's in someone else's yard or something bro yeah. And you never know, you know, like uh, she could have just went and got something that got poisoned or something, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's hard to tell. It's some sad shit, dude. And that happened and it was devastating, especially because me and Allison had to watch her suffer right at the end yeah. and go. Like, right. you know, like if we had come home from somewhere and like seen her dead, it'd be like, what happened? But like to watch her look at us, like,
1: an experience, yeah. Or I don't know what, what to do. I'm
0: afraid. I am feel yeah. like I'm dying, you know. And then I felt like, you know, uh, I felt very sad for the way she had to feel and go out. You know, and I was just sad, bro. Me and Allison were just super sad and devastated, crying, bro. I cried and shit. I freaked out for a little while. I actually had to call my friend Christian. Shout out to Christian because he had to get my, he had to come over, he came over, bro. He's like, I'll be right there, man. And like, he fucking was like, Tyler, snap it. Like, no, nah, he didn't say this, but he was like, we got a bury him, man like you know got me out of my head kind of I was like you're right we gotta do what we gotta do you know yeah she was already getting stiff her tongue was like hanging out like you know it was sad we wrapped her up in her favorite blanket I just washed it the day before too it was crazy and then so I dug a hole pretty deep right next to my walnut tree and some people could say don't do that but it happened so fast and I'm gonna let her feed my walnut tree that's what I'm gonna do It sucks, man, when things go and then you start thinking about, like, all the times you've had people go in your life or, like, people that are close or people that you just knew of, you know, and how we all have our time and anything could happen. I've been food poisoned, thought I was going to die. I've almost died in car crashes, like, every day this week. Like, what the fuck is going on with car, car, people driving right now? It's craziness out there.
1: It's not even raining yet. I know. Don't Maybe. you think
0: or no? Like, or w- w- was your travels pretty safe? Because I feel like lately around here specifically, because I don't even go that
1: far to work and shit. It's crazy, bro. I haven't driven too much since I've gotten here. I got here on Monday. But, I mean, going through LA, it's, LA is LA. Oh, yeah. So it has crazy drivers all the time. Yeah, shit's wild. Yeah. Bakersfield, is filled. Some crazy drivers. But beyond that, it hasn't been too bad. I guess, at the same time, like, starting to get used to that Phoenix uh driving like arizona drivers definitely drive different yeah um but everyone says like california drivers drive you know like they're from california so it's don't know. it's like stereotyping but definitely like there's a slight difference in how people drive little things like putting on your blinker when you're changing lanes or like i don't know just different stuff like that yeah may seem small, but they make a difference.
0: Or, like, if you have a stop sign in the, and it's not a four-way stop, like, stay stopped while the cross traffic crosses because right. otherwise they're going to fucking slam into you. Like, right. that almost happened the other night. Shout out to my boy Juan because he, he was <laughs> driving us to the Ace Christmas party, dude. My work was having a Christmas party. Okay. We're going down Golden State, right, which, like, parallels the 99 kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a stop sign at a special place right before you get to Fowler and – right over the railroad tracks and like this person didn't even stop eh like they just kept going and we were like what the fuck I was like yo Juan and he just handled it bro I don't. Mean, I think he had one hand on the steering wheel eh like he wasn't even like he was but he was he, he had it he had it on lock bro cause he was like I thought he was gonna go around the back cause the guy looked like he was gonna go anyways but he stopped in the middle of the lane so Juan just went like went left laner bro right around him and we were just like fuck you know heart beating and then we
1: roll into the spot and we're just like
0: we almost just died let's go get drunk like (laughs) but
1: yeah definitely like some people are just I don't know they just near death experiences happen all
0: the time while driving though bro that's what I mean Like honestly driving
1: definitely does like scare me when I uh, at certain times like just because being on the road for so long yeah it's like you're just that's just more time for something to happen yeah Potentially, and like I'm a good driver. I'm
0: just saying, like, there's a lot of defensive driving I have to do lately, bro. Right. Like, it's kind of wild. It's like, man, I can't pick up these baby seats for these people. But I mean, like, people cut you off weird. They literally will go around you, or like, you'll be walking in the parking lot, and basically, they'd hit you if, for all you did, you didn't move. You would, they would hit you. Like, you know, they weren't even paying attention, or they're just looking at you. One time, me and Alison went to Seattle, dude, and we were walking around in town. We crossing the street. This old lady's dude, she goes to turn all of a sudden and almost, flooring it. bro, flooring it, dude. She almost, bro, she was zannied out, I think, or some shit. Because <laughs> we looked at her and she, like, almost, like, she had her sunglasses on and she just, like, chilling in her seat, like, completely oblivious, like, left turn, like, almost, like, is the car on autopilot? Like, what the fuck is going on? And she just, like, turned and almost hit us. And then Allison, like, used her purse as this bitch kinda low key almost hit us and hit the car thing, dude. And the and the chick was just like didn't even get out, didn't roll the window down, just went, Sorry, like we could tell her literally like sorry with her <laughs> hand up, like I'm so sorry and then just kept driving and Allison was like fuck that she had like a nervous breakdown real quick she started crying kinda I was like come on baby we gotta go get some food you know and then she's like crying and we're like fuck we almost just died we gotta eat like what, this is our last day on earth <laughs> yeah. we ate some sushi you know what I mean like we're like oh, dude yeah. what are we gonna do treat yourself after that dude like I'm telling ended. you it happened so much dude yeah. we were in Tower District recently and the same kind of thing happened where we're walking across the crosswalk and there's no lights or anything but like we're we're walking and we have plenty of time to cross if this lady was going the speed limit but she was jamming. And so Allison already's in the the stop, the walk, and I go, hey, I don't think this car's gonna stop. Like this happens so fast, right? When you're almost in a collision of any kind. It happens so fast, like you can't really talk about it or think about it. And Allison was like in the lane and like tried to kind of go back, but then was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. But then the car didn't, like slowed down, but did never stopped actually. And like half of us were in the crosswalk, like a group of people, and and like literally like didn't like almost like that person had no intention of actually stopping at all They were just kind of like get out of my way Yeah But then I was like what if she just faded and she's like on her phone and she's like trying to go home And like ah oh, it's a crazy fucking night There's fucking people on the fucking road Like yeah, yeah I don't even know if, man. Even
1: if it's just one of those alone If, if they're drinking yeah that's scary Because yeah they don't see you or don't have that reaction But if they're on their phone It's like yeah, they're not paying attention Yeah Boom just hit you
0: Yeah dude pretty wild but i don't know man like uh, just a lot of things people be passing me in the center left turn lane by like schools where it's like what the fuck is going on i'm doing the speed limit if not like a couple more because uh, my odometer is not exact like if anything i'm doing like 27 you know i'm doing what i'm supposed to do you know someone will like it's like damn bro there better be someone hurting that car and you're taking them to the doctor because there's no reason like sometimes i'm going to work bro i'm off my lunch break i'm running late you think I'd be driving fast, but I just still just do my thing. I'm like, fuck, but I'm all amped up inside. But I'm just driving safe and like knowing like looking before I go and shit. And then people be like, passing me. And then they pull in the same parking lot I'm going into. Like, and it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah. you know, you're going to the store in some bow dunk town. You know, why do you got to boom, like, pass yeah. me? And, okay, not I'm not Karen mode, like, saying, don't do that, sir. I'm saying you put me in fucking danger back there. I want to fuck you up kind of low-key, bro. <laughs> you put me in danger. You you could have just killed me or fucking at least smashed my vehicle and yours, too, which is the ironic part. Yeah. You know, it's not a video game. Like, I trip out. Like, I've been in fast cars. I've driven fast cars. It's a lot of fun. I've went 100. I've, I've broken the speed limit. I've been in the car with speed limit in the long past, right? And... It's fucking fun, but you got to do it in the right places. You don't do it on a main street for sure. And you're, you're going to do it somewhere where like really there's no traffic ever, you right. know, and there's not very many crossroads. That's where you're going to do something like that if you're going to break the rule, right? Yeah. And and even then, bro, like these cars, sometimes it's crazy to see the odometer goes up to like 260 or some shit, or like people can buy like a really fast car, but where do you really get to open that shit up at? Right. Like, you know, yeah, here. Definitely, you know? Yeah, definitely,
1: know. Seeing the cities or like going on the freeways when I'm on the road, it's like some people – well, closer to the cities when you have to like slow down or stop because, you know, freeway, you're just going. But some people are like – well, kind of like how you were saying, just like speed past you yeah, and then just like cut back over and it's like that saved you what, like a second? Less well, sometimes people second, be
0: weaving but, like on the freeway, bro. They'll go between cars yeah. really quickly, right? And then we all end up at the stoplight together. And, you right. know, like if there was that special person that you fucked with that day that's having a real bad day and maybe they're hard. They don't care about going back to prison right now or some shit. <laughs> yeah. While you're at that stoplight, they might come up, smash your fucking window or something, bro. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I'm not that guy. Just piss You know, off. but I could see someone because I get upset, like, you know, right. but I don't get like that mad. Like, you know, I'm just like, thank, thank God I'm still rolling and I'm alive. But yeah. fuck that because that put me in danger. My, my sense of awareness is heightened and shit. But yeah. I don't want to fight. If anything, I wish I could, like, the windows rolled down and be like, hey, that was fucked up. Like, you know, and then be like, fuck you. And I'd be like, all right. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to get an argument about it. We're not on the same page. Right. You know, you put us in danger, but we're not on the same page, clearly. And that's okay uh but i don't know man like i've seen way too many things lately and allison too and then my mom will call me and be like dang dude someone just ran this red light and shit it's like fuck dude what's going on like is it because people are suppressed socially lately that they just feel like people aren't real in their cars it's just like a virtual reality around them or some shit like i don't know like i don't know what's going on i'd like to think that it's just people trying to you know break the rules a little bit have a little fun but don't do that on the main fucking roads dude like, go break the rules of off-road. Go get an off-road vehicle or some shit. Go get dirt bikes and go tear it up, you know? Yeah. But guess what? There's still some people that go in the opposite direction on the trail. You got to look out for Like yeah, you know? Definitely. Like, no matter what, there's someone else out there. When you're hunting, you don't just shoot in whatever direction. Like, you kind of have to know a little bit
1: of where someone's at, hopefully, or you know, something. You know, behind your target kind of thing. Yeah. Like number one. one yeah, or their houses
0: that direction, 1,000 feet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to know mm-hmm. that stuff kind of, you know? and people like get a little risky right just want to fire off into the distance with their car basically like just fucking basically get right in front of you then slam on the brakes because they're going to turn it's like what the fuck man why did you do that why mm-hmm. don't you just pull behind me there's no one behind me
1: yeah
0: you know and then put your blinker on and turn like you know
1: right it's but they wild. wanted to get right ahead of you and then they're going to take off as soon as they make and i drive turn. an old yeah.
0: truck too so like it's not like it just comes to a stop on a dime and it yeah. doesn't get up on a dime either <laughs> yeah. you know i have a <laughs> stick shift to there man Right. I have to get through the gears, you know? Out. Yeah. And then so if I have to slow down, I get mad too because it's like, fuck, man, I was going, man. You're ruining my gas mileage, homie. Like, right. now you owe me money too <laughs> now. You put me in danger and you owe me money technically. Like,
1: you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just like you were in like a solid groove and you, you know, I know what you mean with the manuals. Like when I have my yeah. truck, it's like you're in that motion. Suddenly you're just like having to stop suddenly or. And you have to shift down. Like, you know, like it's not like an automatic where you just like hit the
0: brakes and hit the gas and go ooh, like, you know, right. It's like it's it's more like in tune with the engine. That's what I like about it still driving stick shift. But I would love to have an automatic because of that. Just, you know, you could sip on your coffee while you're cruising. Like, you know, no problem. And I still do shit like that. But, like, you have to be really picky about when. Like, if I'm going to drink water, like, I have to, like, time it right. Like, in between, like, third and fourth, I'm like, all right. I got, like, five, ten seconds. Drink right. a little water. Put the lid back on. Shift back up. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. pretty radical. Like
1: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I've thought about because I'm hoping to get a truck soon it's just a matter of like what kind of truck and stuff and i've thought about that like do i want to go back to manual because honestly manual is real nice it is you know how to drive and stuff and it could be nice like i like it when i go uphill downhill kind of thing um but i also like need some other things in it like it has has to have four by four for what i'm going to end up using it for and stuff so there's little things like that but Manual. I, I don't know if I'll end up getting it because automatics. They've come a long nice. way though now
0: too to where it's it's not like they're like hella more work necessarily or anything you know like, yeah it's just about preference in the modern vehicles and most vehicles don't even make them in that preference anymore because most people don't prefer it you know I, I would love to get like a four by four Toyota for sure Tacoma yeah. or some shit or a Rav fuck yeah. yeah like I would love to do that but I don't have the money for that shit right now
1: yeah. yeah be yeah, tight. Definitely. I mean, what's cool is like, I think Tacoma is one of the last ones that still has like a manual version. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like one out of, I don't know, hundred. You might even have make. to pay
0: more for a lot of cars these days to get manual for all I know too. I don't know, man.
1: No. I mean, I wouldn't think so just because the only, your customer base is limited to whoever knows how to drive it. Yeah. Or whoever's willing to learn.
0: Yeah. Maybe they have to produce it like after you put in an order or some shit so they don't overdo it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah, trucks are nice.
0: This episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast is sponsored by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley and Orange Cove, California, of course. If you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily. And he offers, obviously, this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about. What else you worried about? You need insurance for something else? We got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice. But let Alfredo quell your worries over there. Academy West Insurance, the one-stop shop for all your insuring needs. Call Alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800 and be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy, Alfredo Vargas over there, looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something?
1: The U- Utah. But the vertical farm thing. Yeah, what a about huge, it? huge uh, little setup. Wow, where was this at? This is in Salt Lake. Wow. Or outside of Salt Lake. Man,
0: if you could see what Javi's showing me right now. He's fucking showing me this like stacked. It's stacked. it stacked. Looks like a like a skyscraper, but like twenty feet tall, huh? Yeah. Right. And it yeah. has hella layers though, with LED lights all in there, with layers of crops being grown.
1: Yeah. So it's there's actually two sides to this, and it starts at one side, works from the bottom, and it works its way up like on a conveyor belt transfers over to the other side Whoa. and then works its way down wow. within, within six to seven days. And then they harvest it. Wow. So by the, so people don't have
0: to move trays even.
1: No, it's, uh, it's automated. Wow. Through the conveyor belt. That's yeah. wild. So they're growing wheatgrass and it's very like specific, which was interesting, but also like from a business standpoint, it's like you'd want more, uh just you know you just need more customers to to grow out more but um they they seem to be doing pretty well like it's towards cattle it's as a feed so basically they eliminate i think it's like up to what they produce in that uh thing that uh facility yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like a machine with, within a building, so you could definitely put more of those within a building. Yeah. But that one equalizes up to, I think it was like 40 or 50 acres. Really? Of like naturally growing. so. Wow. It's like a cool, a great setup to get it within seven days, six, seven days.
0: And it's more efficient on water and shit instead of flooding huge like plain areas. Right. And you don't have grass, to uh, run a tractor
1: whatever. because right. – you're only growing it up to about six inches which is why you they're able to grow it just within a week and the reason for that is because of like it has i guess the most uh what is it nutritional value for Uh the for the cattle at Uh like six inches so that's why they just harvest it or like grow it out to that they don't need a Grow it. it
0: to the full extent and dry it and all this stuff is not necessary is what you're kind of saying. Right. right. Like they it, just
1: like cut it off at six inches. Well,
0: kind of like I grow microgreens, like I said before, and like broccoli microgreens, apparently after five days from the start of, of germination, it that's the best time to eat them. It's like when they have the most vitamins that people eat those for in them. Right. More than the head of broccoli itself mm-hmm. that it would grow fully to and take months to 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 get there. It, it literally is eat, better to eat with less uh, time put in, less water put in, less everything. It's kind of wild. Right. And if we knew that more about our nutrition as a whole, like most people with just common knowledge, maybe we would try doing those things more on our own, not having to even buy them. Like, you know what I mean? Or like for that, like someone can grow them all day and night with their LED light set up on a conveyor belt or whatever they're doing um, to produce food for their cattle. Like that's pretty wild. Yeah. You know, instead of having to have acres of land, right, just dedicated only to that and flooding the fuck a, out yeah. of it, you know, because you can't do really like sprinkler. I mean, you can, right? But you, most of the time they flood it too, yeah. at least if they're going to use sprinkler,
1: you know. Right. And it's all just depending on what you're growing. Like. Which is
0: good. Like I said earlier, like flooding the ground is good because it does recharge, you know, the groundwater perpetually but at the same time it's also a lot of water you know so i don't know it's it's interesting to see that kind of stuff you know me i'm hella into vertical farming i think that shit's Mm -hmm. the future for sure i think it's crazy that around here people laugh and think it's craziness just sounds super techy and it is but now tech's involved you know and now it's getting there really quick to where i could see like a, a future where like a lot of the farming that we do and maybe the central valley won't be as much it'll always be there especially tree crops and stuff But I think there's going to be some things that are going to start booming more than we realize. And it's going to have a lot of money behind whatever those businesses are, I mean, to start them, you know, but it probably will be the, like Whole Foods, right? They're trying to do some shit like that where, like, they have, like, they're trying to grow their produce on the fucking building or some shit, like, on the roof or something. I don't know, man. They're trying to get into that game, you know? There's a lot of people that have big, big buyers that grow on massive massive scales, you know? Yeah. Inside.
1: If it makes things more efficient, then I'd say, like, Let's do it. It's cool sense. too, there's right.
0: no usually no pesticides involved because there's, if you have it locked down, like if it's in an indoor structure, there's really no pests, theoretically it'll enter, you know? So then therefore you can literally slap like a no pesticide label on it and you can at least eat it knowing that there's probably, there's no pesticides for sure used during this. There's no herbicides, not in the ground. Right. There's no weeds to compete, quote unquote, you know?
1: Right. So you eliminate, yeah, some of those uh, dangerous toxins right that can accumulate
0: yeah but i don't know man like i like that idea of not having to grow certain things all the way to the end just to eat it you know and then a lot of things were like the older world used to eat root to shoot they'd call it like they'd eat every part of the plant like you know
1: the onion they'd eat
0: the roots of the onion which it there's a bowl but i mean like the actual roots off the bottom they would eat that they'd eat the stalk. they'd eat everything chop the whole fucking thing up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people don't do that. We just buy the onion bulb at the store, you know.
1: Right, and just use that. Which is
0: fine, you know. It's cool. You get a fat-ass fucking big-ass juicy onion maybe, you know. But most of the time I feel like they're not that great. Like they've been sitting for a while, like, you know. Same with garlic. It's hard to find. I love growing my own garlic, bro, because there's nothing like it. It's always more zesty. It's always more like it it cures and dries and, like, lasts you the whole year because whatever you're getting might be from the year before, You know, or the year before that, maybe I don't know, man. Depends on where things go and how long it takes, and what level of production and 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 consumerism is going on. You know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: a lot of China that comes from other places of the world, or garlic that comes from other places of the world, like China and stuff. You know, which is fine, but by the time it gets here, it's already like been, you know, it's been harvested a long time ago.
1: Right. And the time just it comes into
0: contact with moisture and things at times.
1: Yeah. And they're not always the cleanest or. You know, highest sanitation, dirt transportation. Unless it's like in a sealed container, but sometimes it's not always the case.
0: Absolutely. And you can't really seal it. Like it has to breathe, you know?
1: Right. I think most people listening have
0: seen garlic and got it from the store where it's already like got shoots shooting out of it, which is I guess fine, but it means somewhere it came into contact with moisture probably, which means it could be rat pee. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I think about that shit, but I eat raw garlic every morning, so I'm a wild one even if it looks like that I eat around the moldy spot or some shit or like the part where it's like looks like something's wrong with it a little bit you know I'll chop that part off real quick and eat the rest they say generally you're not supposed to do that because it might be absorbing bacteria at that point but I just cut off that spot you know (laughs) like
1: (laughs) it just helps with the immune system
0: (laughs) I think so though seriously like eating garlic and shit I really do I don't know I feel differently the days where I don't I feel like I'm more like less it sounds maybe it's just some superstitious shit right but I mean I don't know it does something for me you know, it's your, an addiction.
1: Yeah, your mind's just accepted that it helps.
0: Yeah, and I'm cool with that, you know. Definitely. A lot of medicines are like that. You just have to accept, like, this is okay. You right. Know? This food is like, yeah, this is okay for me, you mm-hmm. know. And some people, if you can't eat gluten or whatever you can't eat, you know, then that's okay. It's not acceptable. Like, you can't eat it. Like, if you're allergic to nuts, don't fucking try to eat nuts. Like, right. You know? <laughs> Which is crazy how much food actually is produced in factories with nuts. Like, I couldn't imagine having a nut allergy because of that reason. Because so much food oh, is produced in facilities that, like, also process nuts and milk yeah. and all these things. Especially
1: when you have, like, that really sensitive allergy where it's, like, you have something just come in contact with it. Like, it has to – like, the mo- the most serious types of, you know, nut allergy is, Yeah, you is, just like, catch a
0: whiff of it and it's all bad type of yeah. allergy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I remember I
0: worked at a summer camp and there was kids. We had to, like – they were on a list – and we had to make sure that they wouldn't buy anything with nuts in it or this one kid had a coconut allergy. I had to make sure there's no coconut in any of the things he's buying. Like, you know, yeah. kind of had to low-key put him on blast. Be like, hey, Tommy, it says here you're allergic to nuts and this, so we got to choose wisely. Like, oh, man. Yeah,
1: but you it's know? just like for his safety.
0: And then he'd be like, I want that. And I'd be like, ah, it has coconut in it, dude. Your parents in and, and this this thing says you can't have coconut. And they're like, man, I want coconut. starts throwing a fit you know it's like, do you want to pop How up about I get you an Otter Pop instead the blue kind we have the blue kind you know and they're like oh shit yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know man like a lot of crazy shit's going on in the world bro since we talked last i don't know where we're going to be where we're going from here but i'm just being optimistic we're getting through some shit i hope but things are getting wild i think
1: lately yeah. yeah definitely i i mean to an extent it's just like keep grinding and going like yeah, it's like, what can you do about, you know, the the bigger issues of things? Because we're, we're in
0: December 2021, like we're somewhere yeah. between the metaverse, we're in somewhere in between Russia invading Ukraine and Maxwell being on trial but not hearing about it, Right. and then the Rittenhouse thing being a mindfuck thing, we're in, somewhere in that area, the political socio-sphere, you know, yeah. right now. And it's pretty wild, especially because like we're seeing things that are just really strange activity and certain things not being talked about enough that we really probably should be talking about more and get to the bottom of. But a lot of us feel empowered by these things that we hear because we want the right thing to come of it. Like I would love for Maxwell to go down and say all these names and us arrest all these big heads of people because then there would be a shift of power those people would all go into jail and shit, probably rightfully so, because they've been doing dirty shit, blackmailing, basically doing deals under the table to get where they are, right. you know, d- for different from the person that just worked hella hard, was on their grind, came up with good ideas. No, these people like, you know, shook hands with the wrong people, shook other things around with the wrong people, you know, right. and they should probably be put away. Because like if anyone else did that too, we'd want them, sadly, put away. And I'm not like firm on putting people away for whatever reason, but that's a reason, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of wild to just watch us like be obsessed with Omicron the variant which I've seen some article or something that's like could be Omicron could be less dangerous you know and it's like yeah that's theoretically what happens with all viruses right they keep mutating but becoming less harmful because they want to live but not kill the host you know right. and therefore we'll have to get shots in the future to prepare for that you know and to be immune or whatever you know but how many right yeah and how many times it was a one and done what I'm, happened? I mean, look, like, you know, I took the I took the shots, homie. Yeah, but I mean, third dose, fourth dose. I just got my two, so I'm in no hurry. But I'm wondering by the time you know six months, another year rolls around, if they're like, you have to get another dose because now your own immunity can't protect you because you got the shots. Like, bitch, I got it before I got the shots, but you didn't talk about that then. You know what, yeah. what I mean? And then they're like, well, how do we know? You know, no one knows. No one knows. We're just figuring it out. I'm part of the experiment, and I'm down. I had to be. I feel like too I have a goal. Can't cut me off from the goal. Dose me up, Pfizer. Fuck you you know you're going to make money off of everyone else. You know, you're going to shame other people for not getting it. This is what we're what's at stake. You know, we're talking about people like as if they're not people cuz they didn't get a shot cuz they're not afraid and because they they, they just want to ride it out. They don't trust. Yeah. And I don't blame people for not trusting. I don't trust Pfizer. I don't trust Moderna.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: trust Johnson and Johnson. Where I called hella pharmacies to find out, hey, you guys got the Johnson and Johnson, bro? Like thirty mile radius from here, every place, CVS, fucking Walgreens, Rite Aids, and none of them. And I go, do you know what's going on with that? And I'm talking to a pharmacist. You know, they're like, no, I don't know. You know, I don't know where they do that anymore. I'm like, did they did it like, is it not getting produced anymore or like what? And they just don't know. And I'm like, fuck. Maybe they don't want to tell me, or maybe they don't know. And that's even worse if you don't even know because you're the one administering them and you don't even know. Like yeah. what happened to that one what well, comes out then later like shortly after that apparently it was pulled because it wasn't as effective and i wanted it because it was a one and done i didn't want to get two shots you know yeah. i wanted to just get one but apparently it wasn't as effective and some people had bad reactions and da da, da 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 like we hear all this misinformation but i feel like sometimes lately it's becoming like disinformation and that's where it's getting ugly yeah like you know
1: right and I mean, uh, what is it? There was something i seen, I don't know if it's true, uh, but they don't want to release like the data from Pfizer for like 50 years or something. So it's like, why? I don't know. I don't see the need, or there should uh, be a need for like transparency, like why are you hiding that data of if there's severe reactions to people or if it's not effective as they claim it is, like whatever the case is, if they're mandating it like they should present this data of like how safe it is, not just tell us like it's safe, and just trust our word for it. For sure, and like I want to believe in signs
0: and all this stuff, right? right. Like, you know, but I don't trust fucking Dr. Fauci, and I don't think anyone really should because he's already tried to scare tactic people a bunch of times. You know, right. then they make a movie about him before this. Dude, that's pretty early to make a movie about someone, is what I was thinking, right? I already claimed that I feel like everybody in that movie better be six feet apart, they better be masked up and shit, you know. Because you're making that movie at a time where you're saying people had to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and apparently at a time maybe where some people were un- weren't vaccinated yet because there was no mandate, you know. So you're making this movie, and then also making it so soon is kind of strange when you make a, a biography type movie documentary about someone. Uh, kind of glorifying them right after some weird shit goes down, where it's like, "Oh, he might be like actually responsible for maybe some of this research that was being done," right. you know. And, and I feel like it's because whoever watches this movie now gets a good idea of who this person was and, and right, thinks was that's actually what happened. Yeah. What they saw on the film becomes what they saw in their eyes, so they think that that's actually what maybe happened. You know, I don't yeah. know, just a conspiracy thought, but I'm pretty sure that's probably up the alley of why it came out so fast
1: yeah but who knows
0: either way it's strange to me you know
1: yeah definitely I mean people are you know psychology is a crazy thing people can be definitely like believe or manipulated if you want to say like into seeing that and then believing that that's how it went down because there's so many things that things that people you know see a movie and they think that's how history was right it's like that's not the case like it's a movie it's they're making this to make money by getting you to watch it.
0: Right, and, and I mean, so. would take Pfizer alone, take the science out of it, all right? Like we just go, hey Pfizer, what else have you made? Xanax, okay. I know a lot of people who had Xanax problems in their life. I also know that a lot of people that end up with problems don't know how to get off of them yeah. and have to now, it's left up to the, the medical system to somehow address that or the law enforcement sector because sometimes these people just be doing crazy shit on Xanax, yeah. you know? So it's kind of wild to think that like Xanax will produce something, give it widely, tell the doctors to push it, and then when these people maybe develop a habit or an addiction or it's a downfall maybe because it's not working anymore and they're right. just taking it too much or they're snorting it now, You know, we're left to just figure that out between our families and friends and the, the medical system instead of Pfizer being like, whoa, 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 we need to really look into this. A lot of people are hooked on this shit now and it's not helping in the long term, but that's not what happens. They don't do studies for years. You know, it doesn't work that way. They do trials for, like, six months maybe. But most people Meets, that I know yeah. be taking it for years, man, for, like, a decade, you know. So I don't know. I'm just saying, like, these are the same companies that don't, like, step out into the sphere and be like, we want to gain your trust again. And we're going to put some money into actually helping these problems that we, you know, made. Just like right. uh, certain companies that made heroin, you know. It was It was morphine before and then heroin was created by some – specific company named Bayer you know that everyone knows that we rely on for heart medicine and shit if you're gonna have a heart attack to save your life you know Yeah. and it's wild though right like it's this is what these guys do though this is what these big pharmaceutical chemical companies do they mass produce stuff and some of these things are effective and they're a band-aid you know but never are they the solution forever, right? right? And that's what I have a a feeling about the vaccines that they came out with so quickly and they're not very effective. We hear now you have to get multiple doses because they wear off. This weird parts. It's like, huh, they perpetuated a need to have a shot that costs a lot of money technically, you know? Yeah,
1: and what's crazy is like how you mentioned Bayer. Like that's always that one company just because not only are they in the medical field, but they're also in like, a huge ag company huge, for bro, yeah. fertilizer and pesticides they are and it's like similar to how you described with this uh like the vaccine and stuff it's like that the same thing could be said with the fertilizers and pesticides because they've administered this to the farmers you know made it available for mm-hmm, them right and force them but made it available As a solution, they
0: claim to have a solution to their problem.
1: There was a benefit, they get bigger yield, but then it's like, in the long term, there's lower microbial activity, there's uh, soil property problems, and... You need
0: someone to come back in, daddy come back in and say, oh, well, we'll sell you this to fix that problem.
1: Right, and you're still reliant, if you're not reliant on that product to maintain your yield, yeah, exactly, you're trying to get something else to help maintain it or boost, and now you're... Three products, four products in. And I mean from a,
0: from a consumer slash like marketing slash financial point of view um, and a capitalist point of view, it makes total sense for the company to provide something to someone that needs something to produce something, right? Like right. that's what we all do. That's, um, but like you're saying, yeah. it's kind of like this – maybe maybe this misconstrued understanding that we are trying to provide this thing and then later with time we realize, oh, no, there's a problem that's associated with it. But those companies usually never claim that their product was the problem. They just claim there's another issue going on. But really the product could have caused that issue to make this perpetuation of need and reliance upon the person selling you whatever this is. And I think that that's more of a drug addiction scenario. That's kind of more of like a... Not the same as providing a product, honestly, you know, in my opinion, but at the same time, I get why it's a thing, and this is how we produce food. Like, this is how we get down, this is how we produce food for the world, like, conventionally mostly. Like, that's the way it's been, that's how we've done it for the last hundred years now, but I don't know how long it'll go like that, and I think that's why a lot of companies, including Bayer, they're going more biodynamic, that's what they're trying to do. Bro. And maybe they're blanketing it, right? Like it could be yeah. the ultimate conspiracy. They're trying to blanket it, you know.
1: They're but I think they're just trying to move with the times because a, a lot, lot of more people, people are paying attention
0: to right. it, right? Yeah. Like Bayer's not Bayer anymore; it's actually BioAdvanced. Right. Like you know, like these these companies are trying to change their names to,
1: You Get know, a bit of more uh, hip sound to it. Right. They're with the times. They're more energy efficient. Right. In reality, they just like
0: right. And then hmm. like we could take all this addiction thing like to the media. Like what clearly we as a society we do enjoy the drama, the novella, like of our life. You know, we like to wow, fuck that guy for hurting those people. Like we like to sit there and watch the, the terrible things that are told to us. Right. Like through the sludgy fucking slave talk that they're pooping down to us from their high fucking towers. You know, it's weird. You know, it sounds nasty when you hear anchor people like talk about certain shit and stuff. You know, like Tucker Carlson's a good example where like, yeah, some of the shit he says is he's right on the money, but he takes it to this like, you know, some Joe Biden supporters are actually coming into your town and taking your shit. Like he words it so fucking like wild yeah. to where that old man on the fucking couch is having a heart attack thinking, you are fuck the Democrats. Yeah. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah. wild. It's like don't too much, right? Like too much framing, too much trying to get the audience to really, really feel something specific. Right. Not the same as just like how our dialogue is like we're going from here to there. It's a genuine conversation. There's like a, there's not a, a propagandative point to this kind of content that we create here, like, you know, mm-hmm. but you see that like in the main media outlets and it's clear as day, like they're trying to convince you, even if you've seen otherwise, that this is the truth, you know, Right. it's wild yeah. bro to watch, especially like you see the different sides that have formed and how I used to think I was on the left kind of, and now I'm like, dude, I have to cling to the center. I think I don't really know, yeah. like I'm even being pushed a little to the right a little bit. You know, right. because it's like, fuck, man, what's going on? You yeah. know, like, I'm not down with this back in big pharma shit. Like, what'd you guys do? Y'all made everyone, including me and everyone, fucking worry to death and come relying upon some company to produce something for us. That if Without it, are you saying we won't survive at all? Right. Like, you know, well, what about the whole world? Has the whole world received this yet? Like, no. Like, you know, this is a long uphill battle. and And we're riding it out. But I think all this extra drama is de- deteriorating our reality and the sense of wanting to be in this reality almost. Like when the metaverse comes big, right, people are co- probably gonna wanna leave reality and just be in a virtual working environment or virtual space because it's too anxious out there, too crazy, almost die in the car out there. Right. It's I could go get sick out there.
1: And then know? in the metaverse, it's you could restart almost in a sense. Can and- you get a
0: virus in the metaverse? Yeah. That's a question. It'll come, Very just
1: like online, just like my computer could, could
0: crash right now. Yeah, get a virus. too
1: You know. Yeah. What happens when you're connected and the yeah it shuts down or something? Yeah. Because the computer has to continue running, but if the outside world collapses for whatever reason, no one's there to watch you, you know, or like, I don't know. It's just a weird kind of yeah thought process of what if it. I guess what level, you, um, like how much you put into like people go into it, but it's a crazy.
0: It is, bro. <laughs> and when you see like so much framing going on in the, it's not even the mainstream media almost anymore, right? Like we almost can't call CNN and Fox like the mainstream anymore because there's so many people flocking out of there. Like yeah. they'll watch it a little bit, but they don't go there to get the real truth. Because it's all become entertainment, clearly. Some people think it's the truth, bro, and they cling to it, bro. Yeah. You know, and it's wild to watch sometimes because it's Scary. like, wait, I thought you just said like a week ago the opposite of what you're saying now. I'm, con- I'm confused. I think you're only regurgitating what you're hearing. Yeah. I don't think you're actually thinking about how this affects everything around you and everything beyond that and yourself in the middle of all of it, you know? Right. Um, like with abortion things, man, like I think that there's a moral dilemma, right? With like people's views on that. But when you get political, and you want to take away something that was already like, we can't go there. This is a human thing. This is dealing with reproductive rights and shit. It'll get, it could get ugly if we mandate everyone getting an abortion or not allowed to get abortions and shit. Only certain people can. Like, it's, it's weird. It gets ugly, right. you know. So yeah. I, I generally stand where it's like, no, like I rather it not get political, but it's there, you know. These kind of things, and then we kind of act like it's whatever, yeah. you know. We just act like it's whatever that police brutality is pretty wild. We act that like it's whatever that Russia's about to invade Ukraine. We right. just act like it's whatever that the Maxwell case is like. Hush, hush. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of wild to just sit there and just be like, whatever, you know. When yeah. we when we really just want to know the truth, most of us, I I think most of us just do because then we could have a sense of like understanding amongst each other and and how to keep moving and, you know, this is what happened to us now and this is how we move forward. Right. But when you just get heard, heard, not even misinformation, sometimes disinformation. And you have to wrap your head around,
1: whoa, I don't even know what's right or wrong.
0: Or you just
1: uh, silent silenced information, like you're saying with the Maxwell case. Like it's not that they're disinforming it, like it's on trial that we're learning about what more there was to to that. To the story that story exactly
0: and who else is connected and how like this needs to not be a thing uh, clearly like right. people don't want that to be a thing if that's what we're paying our tax dollars to have a justice system and all this shit, right. we want that shut down whatever that was and is right
1: and we in order to correct the problem we need to know like how the problem was able to you know get its roots in and because
0: who was looking the other way all this time right? right that are in governmental positions too right yeah of course
1: yeah that, yeah, that one, it's something interesting that's following along now. It's like seeing more and more of what they're releasing, what they have submitted as evidence and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And like we'll never know. I don't need to know the answers, you know. I just feel like if we're going to be informed about stuff, we want it to be the truth. Right. Generally, like whatever we're – like if we're going to a source – to research something. We want it to be right. We don't want it to be hella off-key. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go to fucking Wikipedia and read something that maybe was altered that's not the truth. Like, you right. know, not but, the not the way that we know it as of such, you know.
1: Right. And at the same time, like, I think we do need to know as much as we can get or know everything. if Because I think there might be a point where it's like, oh, well, you know, we get this piece of information. But what there was... More that would have been useful, and if it's if we never got that information, right. like that extra, more step, information, yeah,
0: is better. And and, and if it can be co- somehow compiled into some cohesive understanding, not just a narrative, not just a plot, not just a, an agenda. You yeah. know what I mean? It's fucking wild to maintain political lobbying, or to maintain political control or understanding thereof. Like to basically inform you to consent almost against your will, but you, you mindfully kind of consent to like hearing people talk about things like their whatever and poo poo, you know, talking about, uh, the Rittenhouse thing. Cause when that happened, Kyle Rittenhouse, that kid, I remember last year, black lives matter protests were going crazy and shit. Right. And there were a lot of looters, wild people that weren't even associated with black lives matter, fucking burning buildings and stuff. Just, and some people that were associated with black lives matter were super pissed. And especially right. back in, back at home where all this shit really originated, you know, but A lot of places people were just kind of getting crazy and and I assumed and what I felt like all of us mostly heard was that this guy showed up with an AR, this kid, and was trying to take out protesters. That's what we heard, you know. Mm -hmm. Then when it comes to light, everyone starts realizing, oh shit, like what they're talking about in court here and shit is actually that's not what happened. Like he went out there and he was actually like hired or some shit to like basically be security to fight this craziness that's going on that no police are even taking care of anymore so they don't burn down our business and shit, right? Right. But I still find it hard to believe that like this kid got given a gun and was out there. If you got a gun, you're going to shoot someone. Like someone's going to get shot. Like that's the point of you having a gun, right? Not just to protect yourself, I don't think. And even if it is, that means when you protect yourself, you're going to shoot someone. Apparently the guys he shot were not – they were not black. They were not protesters. There were people there getting crazy and they had like a big time record apparently. Some of them were child molesters and shit like, yeah. you know. But that doesn't justify necessarily the, the shooting of, but it kind of does, right? In most of our heads because we go, well, good. Had it coming to him, right? But it's still the idea that this ch- this kid, child, bro. I'm 27. I still feel like I'm a kid. This kid was 17. Yeah. I remember what I was like when I was 17. I just started having epiphanies that, oh, shit, I'm about to be in the real world and shit. Right. If I had a gun and I had to defend myself and shoot some people, like, you know, that would traumatize the fuck out of me, first of all. Right. And second of all, I find it weird that then when being interviewed thereafter, everyone's kind of glorifying that he had to take down the right man. He had to do what he had to do. But it's like he was not the police. Yeah. He was not the military. He had no authority. He had no training. Governmental authority or any kind. If anyone else did that in another city, picked up a gun and went and shot someone in California, that fool would definitely go to jail. They'd be like, you can't just be walking around with a rifle. You decided to take things into your own hand. I don't care who told you to do that. You know, it wasn't the military. It wasn't the police. And we'd have police officers or trained personnel to do so. You know, we'd send in a SWAT team or said I don't fucking know. But since not, I get the idea of vigilantism, we all want to go there, right, at times. Right. But for us to actually go there and then for the case to unfold the way it did is probably a good thing because we want to know the truth. We were lied to last year, basically, by misconstruing. The story and having a narrative behind it and saying he was a white supremacist this is the thing about the thing that he said that he's not a white supremacist right i was watching tucker carlson this guy um this guy was on there kyle rittenhouse right because someone told me you gotta watch it's wild dude and i saw the framing of it the questions that were being asked president B- joe biden called you a white supremacist like you know and then he's like you need to do your research sir oh everyone watching is like oh kyle rittenhouse burned the president you know but at the same time in that interview, he also said that he didn't even know what a white supremacist was until recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I don't know, man. Like I know when you go to jail, you have to go in and like if you're white, generally you run with the Peckerwoods, the whites. Yeah. And if you're black, you run with the black folks. Right. If you're Mexican, you run with the Mexican dudes. If you're a certain gang, you run with that certain gang.
1: Right. right That's right. how
0: you got a claim to go in, because you're part of a political crew now almost. Yeah. I know because when I went to county jail, I had to they rushed me right away. Assumed I was going to roll with the whites and I said I wanted to roll as an other because I didn't, I didn't fuck with white supremacy. Right. I got made fun of in there, bro. I had no one having my back necessarily on the other side because I was just some nobody. I didn't have like the white dudes having my back. You know. Right. I'm a white man, but I didn't want to associate with that. But that's not glorified. No one gives a shit about that. They were saying, "Oh, you're not a white supremacist. But when you went in there, you had to have had protection from some white folks for sure. Yeah, You know that inside there, there's a white supremacist vibe. Even if it's not white supremacist, the idea of having to roll with the whites and some of those guys being hardcore yeah, that's the fact of the matter. Yeah, you know? he was
1: protected by someone or some group, exactly how you're saying, because regardless, like how you described it is exact. I haven't been to jail. I haven't uh, gone to prison. So fact of the matter, I can't say. Most people fact. I think haven't. So when they hear that, they gloss over it. But, right. continue. But how you described it, I have someone real close to me that has gone to jail and it described it the exact same way. And just like, once you're in there, like not, this isn't like the drunk tank kind of thing. Like, no, this is actually going into jail or whatever. Yeah, getting the cell and stuff. And basically like you gotta kind of claim something or else like you're gonna get picked on by different groups because basically by yourself, you know, You can only well most people can only handle so much. That's why they get with a group to have someone help them, back them up, or so people don't pick on them. And it's like obviously if he shot someone that you know unfortunately like was black and they're saying that he's a white supremacist, like people in jail or prison, like more than likely just hear that and they're gonna make their decision based on that. So. They probably
0: would've fucked him up and shit for right. sure. Like, you know, as soon as he went in there, they are like, look, one of our guys is gonna fuck your guy up. Right. Like, you know, cause you're with the whites. Well, we're with the blacks, we're defending. We got the call. We're gonna fuck that white boy up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's probably what would've actually happened. So clearly it wasn't that he went in and shot a black guy cause then we found out later that's not what happened. But I'm saying though the idea that he's in an interview with Tucker Carlson on fucking national television where all these boomers and young, some young people be watching cause they want to know the scoop. You know, and he's saying he doesn't know what a, he didn't know what a white supremacist was, and I'm so far from it. But I'm sure when you were in there, you were associated with the whites, right? You didn't say anything about that. You said that everyone in there was super professional, that the CEOs were super professional you know and Tucker Carlson's like laughing like what are you talking about this is a home run kid keeps feeding me this shit because people love to hear that you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like no i mean wild you know and then yeah. if he was maybe it was because as soon as he went in there a lot of these cops knew that that's not actually what went down maybe this kids traumatized you know what i mean maybe that's what actually did happen right But the idea that so many things are framed into this, like, I didn't even know what that was. Like, this poor innocent kid that's going to be a politician later now because he's popular and famous now. If you were in jail and you've seen that shit, maybe you've probably seen that shit and you knew. You yeah. know, unless it just was coincidence that you were with some white dudes doing that for a photo op real quick in your suit. Like, it's wild. I don't know. Yeah. The point is, though, is, too, that, like, this guy, he did, this kid, he did get a, have a gun and have to shoot someone, and he just gets to walk out free. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess in Wisconsin, that's how they get down probably, right? There's technicalities and shit. But it sucks because now here in California, like, even if you have a permit to carry your weapon and someone unjustly was about to fucking come and fucking hurt you and murder you for all, you know, coming at you and you shot him, you still have to go to jail and get booked and go through a little bit of a court process and then they'll most likely prove that you were just defending yourself but they have to prove it, you know? This was like the same kind of thing but kind of different because he just walked away and that's it and everyone's kind of glorifying him. And I think that, I don't wanna get it twisted and think I'm I'm not saying that he probably wasn't, he, he should not have been arrested but I feel like that's the process you go through and Anytime anyone that holds a firearm knows that like if you're gonna have to pull it on a, on a human You're most likely gonna have to go to trial and all the shit to get the facts worked out because you can't just say yep You deserved it had it come in or like nope I protected myself like it has to be gone gone to a court of law now people press charges and shit when there's murder involved, you know right. So it's kind of wild though. Just I all I'm saying I guess is how things can change from the beginning to the end and how we still frame it like a win on the right side because we're trying to protect gun right laws and stuff like that, but it's like still it's kinda of weird, man. Vigilanteism idea, you know. Right. If I went and did something like that where I just felt like I had to go protect Save Mart down the street because people are looting it. And I show up with a gun, like you know, that's not mine. Yeah, Someone gave it look to me. Like
1: the crazy guy. Bro,
0: I would look like the crazy guy, and because I got in trouble when I was younger, I guess I would be fucking labeled as a fucking terrorist, you know, practically like yeah, a fucking villain. Yeah.
1: You know, They'd figure out who you are, pull up. And, a but it's right like, here. no, I was just
0: trying to help them. They'd be like, get on the fucking ground, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Ta 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 ta. You know, I don't fucking know.
1: Yeah. No, definitely, it's crazy. I mean, there's yeah, it's a weird kind of uh, view, or. Pr- you know perspective on you know how things turned out what was revealed and stuff but regardless of like what was revealed and what actually happened like yeah there there's there's something to like why did a 17 year old with an ar go to protect these businesses as he's claiming it so it's like there there's a lot of other like issues that are just, like, they're just too much to it. it just, people are overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: And then we kind of throw in the towel, like, dang, like, I don't know. We just got to move on past it. Like, what's the next, you know, big drama that we have to get involved in with our psych- with our talking and our psychological disputes, you know, right. between the Maxwell case now and, and versus right. Rittenhouse, like, all this stuff, like, even what we're talking about right now. It gets so complex, bro, and I think that we're at that point where um, most of us just either have to unplug and... And not be too involved in it sometimes but we no one gets away almost anymore you know we're all attached to our screens and our shit that we're we're absorbing this information from even if it's tiktok you're just death scrolling over and over like fuck this look at this i'm learning about this you can't look away practically because you're like wow like there's so much cool shit yeah you know yeah
1: and then and
0: then the conspiracy rabbit holes bro fucking go for days right because it's like fuck man these people might be talking facts but you got to be like no 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 sonny like this is taking you down a death hole right here. You need yeah. to stop, you know. But most people can't click off. They think they're getting woke because they're just downloading information that's probably disinformation, you know, a lot of it. Because you can weave a web with a lot of crazy shit,
1: you know. Yeah, you could uh, present some information and withhold other.
0: Right, and then um, it makes us know better than the media sources that we're claiming to be doing the same thing. Right. You know, because we're just we're 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 not paying attention to them, but we're absorbing someone else that's not qualified to talk about this either. Maybe right. you know and, what I mean.
1: And it's like a self harm kind of thing because you're the one
0: deciding Doing it to, to yourself
1: believe this and only listen to that or watch or read.
0: Like I kind of call the phone the gun. Like it's like it's our new pistol. Like how people used to walk around with a sword, and then everyone in the Wild West would have a gun on their side and a holster. Mm-hmm. Now we got our phone. You know, and yeah. like you have to use it for to do use it for tools and calling people and all this stuff but then you can also use it to like literally low key kind of either really expand your consciousness or even go to the point of almost like basically shooting yourself in the head with it because yeah. you're just eating this like disinformation maybe 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 beautiful stuff but man time flies by and you didn't do any of those things you're just experiencing you're getting like this dopamine rush yeah but you're not actually experiencing what actually you're seeing on the screen
1: you know yeah no definitely like I I love our technology I appreciate it cuz it's you know what we have so much information at our fingertips right like ready to go if we wanted to learn how to build like a whole house we could essentially like learn that off of our phones yeah or build a garden if you want to do something smaller but i mean you could actually find stuff on how to how to build a house whether it's going yeah. to be like top grade and like meet permit standards that's a different story but you could learn it and figure it out and You know before it's like you could it's crazy the amount of knowledge that are at at our fingertips learn how to grow mushrooms grow plants grow anything worms yeah create lsd probably you could probably find it somewhere if you really know how to look and stuff like create all this stuff but at the same time it's like how you're saying like it's this gun that it just we're basically just shooting ourselves by like just getting trapped in that whatever whether it's conspiracy theories or whether it's just getting hooked on just random social medias of like getting enticed by all oh, these other people have all this stuff and just like gloating kind of stuff like that there's so much of that going on on social media I feel like that's
0: mostly what I see yeah. yeah
1: it's kind of like in a sense what some of them were created for yeah you know yeah, I want to show off this. I want to show off. I'm here or doing yeah. that or have this.
0: How elegant my lifestyle is. Yeah, yeah. And you become an influencer, then. right? Because right. yeah. no
1: one wants to show like, oh, I'm having like, you know, a shitty day. Well, some people do, and it's like in a funny sense, and that's nice because they're, you know, it making it. Hopefully, they're having like a laugh over it because then it, that you know hopefully will help them just not take it so serious but you know most people aren't going to post when they actually are having like a shitty day or whatever cuz yeah. then you know it's just like a lot of thought on that like are people going to even even like make an effort to see, to like see it or they're just going to scroll by like makes you think about all these other things and I don't know, it's yeah. just
0: like emotions are meant to come and go right and and we we generally only see like on the social media f- platform, especially like Instagram, right? Or something Yeah. where it's it's always the highs, the, the up moments, the, the, the exciting, look at where I am, like you said, look at my body looking so good, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But more than likely not the lows, you know? Yeah. So we'd like to say that emotions come and go, but then when you're on there and you're only seeing ups and you're feeling
1: like, whoa, man, like I'm just like whatever right now. Like, yeah, you know, realizing like once you... Click off of that or close it. Okay, I'm back to that low. Yeah, look at me, that, look in the mirror. In see your
0: big old pot belly. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know, that guy was hello ripped. You know, it it has a psychological problem, dude. Like, and we yeah. know that. Like, literally recently, everyone's like, all like, oh my gosh, this whistleblower comes out and tells us that Facebook was using information against their consumers. Looked, Duh. Like, I thought we've been joking about that for, like, five years already. We're like, isn't it crazy? Right. We're, but we're, like, addicted to it. We're just like, yeah, isn't it wild? Like, when people have a coke addiction, they're like, dude, isn't it crazy? We're so fucking high. But it's like they're doing wild shit. They're stealing from people maybe but they're now. they're still like, doing it. They don't but, stop it. Yeah, and they're like, just like, isn't this fucking crazy and wild? But then they realize five years later, wow, this is destroying everything around yeah. me. Kind of what's happening with it, like, you know? Yeah,
1: a few people were able just to easily quit, which, I mean, I could say, like, I was kind of one of them. Like, it took a while, but... You know, it just, like, realizing it definitely, like, didn't help in stopping. Well, it did help in stopping, but it was still just a fact of, like, you enjoy it. You still want to do it or continue. So, it's, like, right there. there's an extra, like, you got to actually have that motivation to actually just take that step to stop. Yeah. Or slow down or whatever the case is. Some people can't stop suddenly. Yeah. You know, they have a really severe addiction. So... They kinda of gotta wane off it, you know, a little more.
0: What if it was plausible that some of these social media platforms are almost like implemented on purpose on the internet, which is much bigger than social media, as we know it? It's everywhere around us right now, right? And we just know how to tap into it with Wi-Fi and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. But what if those social media platforms were low-key like planted, but not really? But there's an agenda behind them too. And maybe it's to create so much disinformation that now the obligation by the consumer feels to pull the plug on it and like not use the internet and have a lot of censorship because look at how things get out of control. Look at January 6th. They organized online. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's like, yeah, but the FBI is watching all that shit and they let it go. They didn't suit up. They didn't have extra security that you, they knew about it before. Of course they did. You know, anybody could get on Facebook and see it. you know that there was plans like you know like what the fuck is going on like it's kind of wild I almost feel like sometimes in the long run what if the goal is to actually make so much things not true basically feeling and a lot of liars out there to where even the people that are telling the truth are labeled as liars because they're going against the grain and we have to just pull the plug we have to censor a lot of things because we can't have that dangerous you know open-minded talk you know I don't know I wouldn't, yeah. I don't hope not, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's becoming this weird kind of dynamic where most people like, don't even like, uh, I feel like really live in their physical world. I, I don't like to say that, but I just feel like a lot of people like they dwell on the, the virtual world a lot, you know, yeah. they miss it. Like they have to go back to it, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely there's moments where I catch myself just, you know, going on, checking it and then like 10 minutes later, just check it again. And it's like, there's nothing that changed really like five minutes, like. I don't know. It's just like a little habit of just checking it. Yeah, right. Then you know, just trying to make that effort of just like slowing down. I know there's like settings you could do to mess with it. Right? And
0: maybe as like as humans, like we're just reconciling with the virtual world meeting the physical world. Right. Because it's kind of yeah. like the same thing as when superstition was meeting the scientific world. You know, the great enlightenment of the wrestling between the two. Now we're probably wrestling with, with the virtual world versus the physical world and how to, how to how to accept that as part of what humanity's kind of given birth to you know yeah and how do we deal with that like what do we do now that we rely so much on the ai and all these bots and all these things you know
1: yeah definitely it'll be interesting cryptocurrency i don't think we'll be able to see that history but it'll be interesting to see what how they'll view this point if you know if civilization is (laughs) last that long
0: yeah like the last hundred years been in textbooks and shit imagine in the next hundred years it'll just be on like a Like a a hologram tablet, yeah, like in front of you, and like it only certain things are in there from history as well, though. Like, you know, just
1: swipe, yeah, yeah, just swipe, swipe left, you know, and just watch it on a hologram. Yeah, care about you, bro, care about you too. It was great being here.
0: Thank you, listener, for tuning in once again. Thank you, Javi, for dropping through and having a great convo, bro. I hella appreciate you, man. We go back. We've had great conversations. We've had deep conversations. Man, we're just trying to make sense of it all in our own little ways. And we're also trying to have fun in the meantime and live our experiences. I'm really glad when I see Javi because he brings this joy to my heart. Unlike, you know, not just the average person you may talk to in a day, you know, like certain people in your life, they, they warm your heart and they make you feel like we're moving forward and there's progress being made in these weird ways and we're growing. He's one of those dudes. So I'm really glad that you as the listener also got to, you know, hear a glimpse into what me and Javi may talk about in, in the time of our friendship here, you know. So obviously notes from the show, please drive safe out there, drive defensively as possible and, you know, be safe. And if you need insurance, you already know where to go. Academy West. We got the advertisement rolling hard mid-show. Check it out. I've got some free stickers for y'all out there. I've been giving them out. So if you want a free sticker, that could help support the show because it could get the word out. More stickers. People love stickers. If you want a free sticker, hit me up. And I hope this podcast found you at a good time. And I hope that you're living your experience to the fullest and having great conversations out there. So hold tight. Keep the vibe strong. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast.